Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, 2022, I'm sure you would agree, was a wild ride for the property market and for the world in general. From a new war in Europe to record high interest rates to new cooling measures here in Singapore. But despite property market cooling measures and rising interest rates, demand for homes in Singapore shows no signs of abating, even if a slight slowdown in the pace of inflation can already be observed. New home sales continue to perform well due to the limited supply and the buying preference for larger HDB resale homes also persisted. This led to a record high number of million-dollar flats transacted this year. But what lies ahead for the property market in 2023? Dr. Lee Nai joins us now to tell us more. He's head of real estate intelligence data and software solutions at Property Guru Group. Hi, Dr. Lee. Thanks for joining us. Hello, hello. So, Dr. Lee, we have been seeing a rather bullish market, but surely this won't last forever. What do you expect to happen this year? When we look at the sales, because of the higher interest rates, we already see that things are slowing down in terms of sales activity. We also see the number of from our property gurus indices, the demand, which is actually the number of visits or the number of conversions from our clicks is also going down. So generally, what we expect is that homeowners are likely to find their housing budget and recalibrating their positions. This is what we are observing. And then in the Q4 quarter, of course, a lot of people went overseas and travel and that even led to a greater drop in transaction volume. Mm. Do you see this across the board? Because there's so many categories of property, right? We've got HDB resale, we've got private property, landed property. So what are some of the differences that you're observing that are notable here? Yeah, that's actually a very good question. What we see is actually cut across the board, very interestingly. There's Mm. no particular segment that really stands out and be more resilient in terms of the drop in transaction volume. But the interesting part is that the listing price are still being well supported, is quite high. And if you look at the overall economy, although there's signs of weakening, the unemployment rates are still being at a very healthy level. And that actually helps because owners have that holding power to keep the prices high. But that also means that, you know, that the price gap between the buyers and sellers are actually becoming wider. Mm. So how do you expect this to unfold in the coming months, considering that we're also talking here about the possibility of a global recession, higher interest rates, people still adjusting to cooling measures as well? So what we will observe is that there will be different groups and different groups will recalibrate differently. Mm. Definitely for those who own a home, they will try to see whether there are other options that are more affordable because their budget has been lowered due to the changes in the interest rates. But the good thing for them is that increase in how prices actually help to offset some of the increases in the interest rates. Now, for first-time homeowners, they are likely to look for the rent for the time being, especially to tide through their waiting time for the completion of the projects, or they are likely to look at other options which is more affordable in the market. 
Mm, let's um, talk about yeah. rents a little bit more because a lot of my friends overseas have also remarked that rents are astronomical right now in Singapore. A sizable number of them have been renting because they've needed interim housing, a sizable number of Singaporeans. Most of these individuals are waiting for their new homes to be ready and more homes are expected to be completed, put up for sale. A sizable number of tenants who had been waiting for the completion of their new homes will be able to move into new units. To what extent will all of this actually help cool the rental market? The interesting part is that we expect there will be more completions next year. So that will definitely help the rental market. And then we also see that the completions, because a lot of projects completing and also some of the BTO completing, and so that will also remove that domestic demand that is pushing up the renters to the astronomical level. So we expect the market to stabilize in 2023, and that should be the team moving forward. Although some other analysts have pointed out that we should expect the continual inflow of foreign expats to continue exerting pressure. What do you think? Uh, that is actually a very interesting outtake, especially with respect to today's news, when we see that the Chinese are you know, reopening their mm. borders and removing some of the strict quarantine measures. So that definitely has the part to play. But I think when we look at the number of completions, it's still very high historically. So this was due to the M-Block launches and you know, all the projects that were actually acquired and block and launch out. So that is probably going to stabilize the market. My view is that it should not change that much because I think already the ranks are reaching a new historic high and are likely to go even higher than that. Mm, okay, if someone were to ask you, should I buy a home to rent out considering how lucrative it has been for many people, what would your advice be? My advice is that when we think about renting out for investment returns, we always look at the more of the long term. I think the buyers need to take a more long term view rather than a short term view because the market is expected to be a bit more volatile, although we see that the market is showing resilience. But as you rightly pointed out, you know, the economy may have a unforeseen downturn or there may be some recession pressure and the market may have correction. So I think it's very important that for this buyers to constantly monitor the markets, especially in all like, you know, like the likes of Property Guru websites to see how the listings are performing. If they find that people are taking up properties at a very fast pace and they need a place to stay, then probably they need to quickly enter and trigger their action. But if not, then they should take their time to wait. Let's talk about the HDB resale market, always a hot issue. Some have pointed out that high prices are not sustainable because we also have to take into consideration the fact that 100,000 new flats launched from 2021 to 2025 will be gradually injected into the market within the next 10 years. People also should consider as your flat ages, its lease gets shorter, its value will depreciate as well. So should you be paying so much or be willing to pay so much for a resale flat? Where do you see this market going, considering that housing affordability is so important in the public housing sector? 
Now, we do see that, you know, when there's increase in the public housing flat supply, usually it will lead to a kind of, you know, stabilization in the housing market, in the resale market. But the problem is because the launchers tend to be progressive, it's very difficult to see the impact immediately. So the impact slightly lack, likely to see the full impact probably in 2024 or so. But that being said, we should see that progressively more people are moving to the BTO, especially the first-time homeowners. But that being said, I think the resale flats, we are seeing a lot of price increase in the more suburban areas, not really those already achieving $1 million kind of pricing. So we should see that kind of tends that the pricing to kind of level off in the 2023. Any suggestions for measures that could help curb and stabilise the market, curb prices and stabilise the market for the long term, not just for now? I think when we look at the whole market ecosystem, especially for Singapore, per se, we are still subjected to a lot of shocks from the external environment. So, you know, like inflation, like interest rates increases, those are things that we cannot control. So I think for measures or in terms for buyers, when they are looking to buy a flat, I think it's very important that they constantly review what is being affordable, what is not affordable, what are the latest rates. Those are the things they need to keep themselves informed so that they know how to budget and provide that buffer accordingly. What do you think of the cooling measures that were recently announced? Enough or do you think more might be in the offing as we move forward? I think for cooling measures per se, I think it's still very premature to say that the effect is fully being felt because the market is still recalibrating, especially for the fourth quarter sales. It's very difficult to measure that because there's a lot of confounding factors. You see people, everybody is traveling, so the market activity is at a very low point. So I think now it's still very hard to say whether is it effective or not. I think a good measure will be in the March region where we should see the activity a better gauge. But my stance is that it will be too early to implement new measure at this point in time because, you know, we have seen all these things happening. So I think probably it will be in the range of June to July, depending on what the market conditions are. Dr. Lee, finally, your advice in a nutshell for homeowners and investors who are wondering what to do in 2023? I think for buyers, and especially, it's really to really know what is your budget and what is comfortable for you to pay up in the long term because interest rates are expected to go higher a bit, but, you know, and expected to stay for a while at that high level. Then for investors, I think the key part here is to actually identify where are the places where, you know, you should see future employment centers or places where you should see a lot of activity in terms of employment. And I think those are like, you know, the likes of Bona Vista, the likes of Pongo, where you see the digital districts coming up. So those things will definitely bring the rental demand and also potential upside. Thanks very much for that, Dr. Lee. Really appreciate your time today. Dr. Lee Naichia, Head of Real Estate Intelligence, Data and Software Solutions at Property Guru Group. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.